What's up, bitches? Movie issues. Welcome back. What up, kids? Kids. Kids? Kids? Little sons? What up, tiny sons? What up, dudes? What crack a lackin', homies? So it is the second week into our month-long theme of... Uh, giving thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't think that was the theme. Yeah. Like that we were giving thanks back to these good actors for doing not so great movies. Yeah. I just for their terrible no, movies. I never it never like occurred to me that we were giving thanks. I just assumed oh we were just doing movies that we like where good people did bad things. Being that it's November, like why, why that can't connection. They do both? No, no. I just saying that like you you your puzzle that you had in your mind was complete. Mine had missing holes. You you had the edges, <laughs> and you had a couple. You had a little patch of clouds. Yeah, yeah. And, and you nailed the farmhouse real quickly. Really, I made but it a farmhouse with clouds. It's some kind of it's Smallville. It's a Smallville landscape. Oh, okay. How's that? <laughs> there's there's Superman's in it. Yeah. This little dot flying <laughs> in the sky. He's one piece. Yeah. <laughs> Either he's he's crucified in the cornfields. Hot. Mm. Remember those ads when Smallville came out? Like the first season, that was the the ad yeah, that everywhere. Was, yeah. Well, I mean, it was in the first episode, but like Granted. that was the billboards was like this scantily scantily clad, like it's old chick, like but like this half naked hot dude crucified. Skinny kid, yeah. The like, skinny kid. He was skinny he was in the first real, season yeah. with the, with the kryptonite. Necklace that yeah. Lana wore around, her, and he was just like, Ugh. Yeah, We were all like, so The fuck is that? <laughs> Why is hot Jesus being crucified in cornfields? It's weird. Why is hot Jesus being crucified in the cornfield? I, I just swear, I, I, you know, I saw something and I thought I'd go for it. You know what? Don't be ashamed. No, was, not ashamed. all of them are going to work, but I was hey. like, how I live every day of my life. Don't be ashamed. You just oh. say it. Oh, I know. I'm a fool. You yeah. aware? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just think it was. I I guess you're right. I I didn't put the connection that we were literally giving thanks to them during the month of thanking. I just look, yeah. Sometimes my mind doesn't re- <laughs> look. I stop before the finish line. Like I'm in the I'm the lead racer. I get ten feet and I'm like oh. Like, eh, I'm, I'm just tired. Yeah. You know what? I won in my mind. That's all that's important. Hey, hand me a coffee. I, I knew I could have had this. <laughs> I don't need a trophy. I let the, the little girl go ahead of me and win. Because <laughs> I'm doing the 10K in the 5 to 10 range group. Because look, They're right? way easier to knock down. I'm not fucking running. Um, so, um, because your pick this week, we, we were going to bring this up. Because, um, well, it's all Marvel adjacent in some weird kind of connection. Uh, They're both Marvel comic characters? That's fair. Yep. Uh, today, Thor the Dark World has been unleashed mm. on the masses in America. It's already been open in Britain for a while. But we, we saw this. Let loose. 
2013 has been very, very, very disappointing for me, personally. Especially you. You've been really upset with essentially every major release this year. It's just been disappointing. They've not lived up to the expectation, or they lived up to right where I thought they would be. And you were just like, oh, nope, you didn't try to go above and beyond. You were just like, we're okay with making this... Subtle. And and you take that as a win this year. Yeah, you, you take like, what you can. That's your Wolverine. Like, to, you, yeah, you, you I really saying, liked Wolverine. Wolverine's like, I did everything I expected it to. Thank you. Yeah, you know where. Um, now Iron Man three came out this year. Um, we did not love it. No, um, we did on, not. On rewatching, I, I've I've come to enjoy it a little bit more but i think because the band-aid is now off like there is no oh my god that surprise didn't happen you know now it's just kind of like oh okay i can see the goodness in this for the it's got a fair amount of positive points in it Mm. and a lot of negative points overall i just didn't think it was as good as the other two to make a billion dollars which i can't fucking fathom that that one made a a billion it's it's the first one after avengers i understand but it's just if Thor doesn't make a billion dollars, I'm gonna be really disappointed because it's a better fucking movie. Granted, but good movies don't make all the move make all of the money. That's that's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> Otherwise, Avatar. Kings Kings of Summer and Way Way Back would have made all the money. <laughs> yeah, well, they're the best movies this year. Uh, and about time. And, and Wolverine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, for for the comic book movies. <laughs> Fuck it, doesn't matter. Uh, Thor more than made up for 2013 in my mind. Like, for, I am so happy. It was uh, a lot of fun. So well, so well put together. Like, I finally felt I got to step back into the Marvel world. Yeah. That Iron Man 3 kicked me out of so violently. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it felt good to watch it. Thor is the God of Thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, just really sorry. Look, bottom line, movie's really good. You should go check it out. You, As if you weren't, yeah, guys. Yeah, Come on so now. You're like, I'll wait. Yes. <laughs> um, it really should just be called the Thor and Loki show. Because, frankly... That's that's all the best? That's think? all I need. <laughs> uh, they tried to pigeonhole that fucking, like, oh, here's Natalie Borman with a love story. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's about brother love, man. It's about brotherly love. And the hatred that they have for one another. But they love one another, but they hate each other, I and do, they can't deal with it. I do feel that uh, they did expand on, on Loki's character a bit more here. Yeah. Like, in, in, in Avengers, and like rightfully so, he just kind of drops in, hey, you know I'm a bad guy, so we don't have to explain it. Uh, essentially, the whole movie was characters just dropping in. Like, we don't need to deal yeah. with background. Yeah, you, like, you know, we all know people, who you are. Here's an adventure, which yeah. might be why it's so good. Yeah. Everyone got their point. Everyone had their moment. Everyone yeah. was cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you felt that Anthony Hopkins was still bringing his, blah, 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 you know, to like, <laughs> like the first, like in his first couple lines. <laughs> he, he, I don't know what he thinks he's doing, <laughs> but I love it. I love it. <laughs> he'll make like these little guttural mouth noises <laughs> just to assert his. Dominance he's on like the other actors. Ten thousand years old. Yeah. Let him like. <laughs> no, that's what he's doing. He's. But you're not. <laughs> he's slapping yeah. the silence of the lamb dick down. Be like, I'm Anthony Hopkins. I can do whatever, and you're going to accept it. <laughs> His favorite letter is the T. <laughs> yeah, he's he does hit that T yeah. pretty hard. 
Uh, I think Chris Hemsworth is is uh, just keeps getting better and better in each Thor movie he's in. He's an eyeball magnet. And not just for being good looking, but just so he's charismatic. charismatic. Yeah, yeah. So much but fun. By that rationale, so is Chris Evans' cap. Like yeah. I feel your eyes go right to him. Well, I think they all that's what they're casting. Charismatic mm. actors. Look. Tony, Cap cast, and Thor, yeah. absolutely. Oh, the rest of them Loki. No. Loki. Well well okay. Look, it's hard to say that one actor can come in and steal every scene away from all the Oscars that are in this movie, but he does. Like, it's kind of like how Heath Ledger outacted Jack's Joker. Yeah. But let's be realistic. Jack wasn't really trying. But, like, but Loki, like, Tom Hiddleston, 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 Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Yeah, Tom, because we're tight. Yeah. Like, uh, I so call Tommy him. and I. Yeah, me and Tommy. Uh, Tommy Loki. Uh, <laughs> You can see it in his eyes. Yeah. He loves playing this role. Like, the the interesting thing, like, I, I observed watching uh, Thor 2, I just, for short. You really can see all the theatrical background that Tom Hiddleston has yeah. when he's playing Loki. And on the other side, I feel Chris Hemsworth, because he's good looking and blonde, like, you always just want to put him in that jock box but he's doing a lot of little things yeah, yeah, in yeah. his acting little winks and half smiles that i feel like granted he's not trumping hiddleston but oh, you know no. what he is fucking holding his own oh yeah 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 but in 100%. a different way yeah but if if um if it's if, like when rocky fought apollo yeah yeah if if um tom hiddleston's apollo of well, of course, because <laughs> he's a pimp. <laughs> um, you don't wear that superfly suit and no. not be Apollo. Uh, when um, I think if they had not cast an actor who has a dramatic stage background, who it, who can play that over dramaticness where it fits, yeah, like it wouldn't it doesn't work. Feel like yeah, like if someone else who essentially would come in and do the same thing. But it looks bad because yeah. it's so whoa over yeah. the top. But he does it. You're like, <laughs> do it more, do it more, <laughs> do it with the horns on now. Yeah. Now take them off. Do it with the pouty face, angry face, pouty face, angry face. <laughs> I'm telling you, movie could have just been him sitting there fucking reading for two hours. I would have thrown just, money. At just the him in his little like yeah, his little jail cell, Star Wars cage, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars cage. Yeah. Look, and Thor would have come in now and then, kind of like. So, he just leaves. I'm just like, oh, money, brother, <laughs> <laughs> fellas. Uh, I I think Thor: The Dark World is is it, it more for made up for 2013 for me. And I think the end of the year, this I do think the end of the year is gonna finish up finish real strong, strong yeah. because I felt it started good and the middle was shite, and I feel it's gonna it's gonna end strong. You got Thor: Hunger Games. Uh, we differ on The Hobbit, but there's going to be a giant dragon, so I think that's going to be a little bit better this time. They have a point to the walking. (laughs) As much as they did the first time around. Yeah, but it didn't take them three movies to get to this dragon. Isn't it? Two. It's a whole other section. (laughs) They're going to be walking after the dragon, too. Yeah, home. (laughs) Really? Well, after the war. Okay. Yeah, there's a war. Oh, okay. And then they go home. Okay. Yeah. Way shorter trip. 
Hopefully. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're probably not going to spend time. They'll probably show Bilbo going back to the cave with the trolls, digging up the treasure that he buried, thus going home. He buried treasure in there? Yeah. Huh. They were all burying treasure. Well, him and the dwarves were all burying treasure, but look, uh, spoiler alert for a book that's been long. You know, a lot of those dwarves ain't going to make it to the end of that movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. What Maybe about... Punk rock dwarves? <laughs> Hipster dwarf? I don't know, the one... Sexy ev- dwarf? <laughs> singing dwarf. The one everyone got wet for. Oh, Thorn Oakenshield? Yeah. Honestly, I don't remember if he lives or dies. Ooh. It's been a real long time since I sat through that book. No, it was a ooh, it was like, nah. Oh, <laughs> you were yelling at me like... You get to wait. <laughs> it's you were it's like, anticipation, ooh. <laughs> you were like, ooh, no, motherfucker doesn't you. know. <laughs> no, I'm not doing like, you. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's been a while since I've read the <laughs> Fuck book. Fuck you, Spooky. <laughs> yes. Don't be a dick. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Thor. Go see Thor 2. Um, yeah, I mean, anyone who kind of has a bad taste in their mouth from any of the movies you were sold to be, you know, big this year... Um, like you, like you said, Thor was really made up for a lot of the disappointments of 2013. <laughs> you know, if you weren't disappointed uh, as much like me, it's even better. Yeah, you know what we forgot to do? Uh, what? <laughs> Introduce ourselves. <laughs> well, I'm spooky. <laughs> no, you're Thor. I'm Thor. You want to be Thor or Loki? I'm clearly Loki. Are you? Yeah. Why? Because I'm. Because you're swarthy. Because like I'm, a pirate. My hair is darker. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> That's all I got. Smaller than you? I don't know if I'm... I'm not good enough to be Thor. Oh, I'm Anthony hey. Hopkins. <laughs> I, I'm kind of old and mean. I take your power. <laughs> but you're not king. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite scene in part one. That you're an old man and a fool. Like, he really hits that fool. Like, to be a fly... In the wall, uh, in the wall, on the wall, in that day when they're filming, like you know, that fly was like, oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> really glad I came here. <laughs> and then he died because they only lived like what a day. They <laughs> <laughs> live a little longer. <laughs> he died in sheer shock. <laughs> it's like, oh, they, these guys are as good as has been told they are. He got caught in anything Hopkins teeth. <laughs> Just jump. <laughs> Him and the whole set and the scene and the crew. (laughs) Anyway, see Thor 2. You won't be disappointed. And if you are, I apologize. I just don't see how you would not be. But um, I have have not read a single negative review. All the reviews I've read have been just stellar positive about how good it is. Um, And as if we would need to tell you to do this, but just because some people, like, we went with um, Andrew from Comic Issues. What's up, Drew? Motherfucker got up and tried to leave before the credits. We were like, what are you Don't doing? Bastard. Like, like, we're like, there are two. Sit to lights come on, y'all. There's credits in scene, credits, and then like, what do you think, better like, scene, you know? Like a third of the people left before the first cutscene. I was like, have you motherfuckers yeah, never been to a Marvel movie? Where have you been the last six years? <laughs> you y'all, you need to yeah. you need to sit. Sit fucking see, tight. You gotta see what's gonna happen. Guardians of the Galaxy are coming. You gotta know what's going on. Like, this is pretty rad. Um, uh, personally, though, the second one didn't really do it for me. That one, I think, was more for the ladies in the audience. Meh. Well, you gotta be shit on it. I thought it was cute. I'm yeah. Look, any more, any more time I get to spend with Thor? Could it? <laughs> you know, fine. Could have just been the end of the movie. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I didn't hate it. Okay. All right. Well, so today we're giving thanks to uh, this was your pick. Yep. So why don't you tell the lovely listeners 
why Leland had to sit through this again today. Uh, because secretly Leland has been wanting to sit through this again for, uh, let's see, 10 years. What? This movie is 10 years old. I have? Yeah, I, I think you have. I don't oh. think you. I don't think you've admitted to yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, did we have a conversation? I don't remember when I was drunk. Uh, I'll admit. Now I do want to watch Electra anytime. Uh, <laughs> but we went. We went for the make opposite. Make me want we to went. throw up. Uh, so in the in uh, our theme for the month, uh, Ben Affleck specifically is one of uh, is an uh, an actor I've always really enjoyed. Uh, he seems very approachable i guess uh is, is one way to put it i've always just liked his general attitude and the kind of charisma that he carries with himself so i've always enjoyed watching him in a lot of bad stuff and granted he don't make a movie better i just enjoy him like oh that's a guy i kind of know yeah in that sort of way when you do reindeer games and paycheck i guess anything goes right yeah. uh like i mean I, I don't know what it is about him that I, I necessarily like other than just like, oh, Ben Affleck. I don't I dislike mean, uh, Batfleck. When I see him in things, I'm not like, oh, it's going to be real good. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. A solid like there's, performance there's, oh, is going yeah. to come from an actor who has gotten much better over the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I appreciate his zeal as there's far always, there's as always like his base level. Yeah. Look, he was never as good as Matt Damon. True. And like, he, out of that duo... Still not. No, Damon clearly was the better Clearly actor. wrote more of Goodwill Hunting than uh, Affleck did. Right, but um, but that's nor here nor there. But I'm just saying, like, I always thought Damon was the better actor. Affleck was very good. Yeah. Well, but that kind of puts him in the acting shadow of Damon. Slightly. Yeah. But... <laughs> but Damon <laughs> wasn't in Voyage of the Mimi. <laughs> shadow of the Bat? Because he's going to no. be Batman. He's going to be, but that would put Damon... No, I, I realize they did it backwards, okay. but I just really wanted to say Shadow Bat. Okay. <laughs> which is what they should call that movie. Man of Steel. Shadow, Shadow of the Bat. Bat. <laughs> is Man of Steel Stu? Stu? Man of Steel Stu? <laughs> is Man of Steel 2 just a terrible title? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I guess you can't call it Action Comics. Hmm. Could just call it Superman. Superman versus Colon, Batman. Shout of the Bat. <laughs> Man of Steel versus Nightfall. That's terrible. Just call it Nightfall. It's about as bad as this joke. <laughs> it's gone too long. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Uh, so was Ben Affleck the main... Ben person? Affleck, yeah, is, is definitely the main. Now, with Ben Affleck, uh, <laughs> you get Michael Clark Duncan, oh. who... Amazing actor. Like I'm, you know what? Not a. I mean, it's sad when actors pass away, relatively young. Yeah, uh, you know, and you, and you don't get to see them anymore. And some of them, you know, if they haven't really like had a connection to you specifically or done something that you've been like, oh my god, this sucks. You know, like he passed away. That one actually hurt. Like I felt that one. I was just like, that sucks. Like, you, like he's great. When when he passed, you definitely felt the loss of more talent. That you're gonna miss out on. Yeah, like, like I you, love when you his voiceover. Like, yeah, you're just like, oh, that voice is gone. You like know? you, you knew you were gonna miss out because he's not gonna do more work. I felt the same when when Phil Hartman got murdered. You were uh, just like, that one's a that. That still hurts me. Could you imagine what kind of fucking movies we did not get? That I don't know. 
I Who, really, who's the replacement of Phil Hartman? Nobody. Steve Martin did. You know, it's like, like, like imagine like a Phil Hartman sitcom. Oh yeah, yeah. But anyway, but uh, Michael Clark Duncan, yeah, he's definitely a good actor. I mean, he had been nominated at this point. And like to come in and play, you know, a black actor playing a white. Uh, character. Yeah. Like, I mean, in the time now when it's still such a big issue, imagine what if, if the internet was as big then. People yeah. would flip the shit out. I think when we were discussing it kind of a little bit in the movie, you did make a point saying, like, you, you want to initially jump on and be like, wait, the kingpin is white. And then you hear them say, oh, but it's Michael Clark Duncan. You go, what? Acceptable. Because he's huge. And I can't think of any white actor who would be better than like that. Like, there's, there's the image that you grow up on. You know, just giant hippo of a man. Uh, and, like, you were saying, like, if they couldn't get Michael Clark Duncan, do you think they would use, like, a fat suit? Which would be terrible. It would, it would be terrible. But instead, you get, like, just a massive human being. Yeah. And everything makes sense. You know? And his acting is so solid in this movie. Um, the other person, um, I, I'm, I am pro alias. You are mediocre not. at best. I don't say you're not, you don't hate her like do. you hate Nicole Kidman. Well, yeah, but, but she, you, you're not, like, your skirt isn't blown up any by her. I, 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 I like alias. I don't like Jennifer Gardner at all. Uh, I, I don't like her in this movie. I don't, I don't hate her. Like, yes, I really don't like Julia Roberts. I kind of hate her. Uh, she has a, a mouth that frightens small children, but... Uh, Jennifer Gardner, I just, she does not do a thing for me. I like her in things. I just don't know if this was specifically the best thing for her. Um, Neither is Electra, so let's skip that. Right, but like I was saying during the movie, though, it's like, you think they ever once discussed somewhat of Greek ethnicity? Like, like they were, you know, they probably didn't. They were like, oh, we can get Alias because... It's a, it's the show's on summer hiatus, yeah. and um, we're the same studio. So, do you think that works out? Like, you know, one of those kind of things, you know? Clearly. Um, and then, but, of course. But, but let's be real. A <laughs> the, lot of this the movie, real talent behind this movie. A is, lot of this movie is really made by Colin Farrell. <laughs> He's only in small parts of it. He's sprinkled in perfectly, and just enough where you're like, <laughs> "You fucking crazy." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, similar similar to Ben Affleck, uh, my love of Colin Farrell is, again, that he seems very cool, very approachable, kind of like a guy you'd hang out with. Now, if I went out with Ben, it'd be strippers and poker and, you know, a, a night in Vegas. Not anymore. He's married with four kids. Not the Affleck in my heart. Oh, okay. With <laughs> so, Farrell. So you're, in other words, you're still 2003's <laughs> yeah. Ben Affleck. Okay. With Farrell, it'll start in Vegas but you'll wake up in another country without your pants and a goat licking peanut butter off your balls. And he is nowhere to be seen. Last time you had this fantasy, there was a snake involved. Fuck that. But I think the snake was his, his penis. <laughs> so, <laughs> his penis? Yeah, well, like he's, like he's wearing it like some kind of snake condom? Well, he did that porn. So we, you know, <laughs> we've all seen the feral. <laughs> but the... The movie uh, we were talking about is Daredevil, and I... We watched the uncut version. Yeah, we watched the unrated, bam, director's cut, uh, more Coolio, less plot. Um, I can't really decide. You it's can 100% see... 100% more Coolio than the original. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, why was Coolio in this? Like, I, it, I understand why there is this weird subplot, because it does connect Kingpin's um, 
what was that dude? His, his assistant? His secretary? His manservant? Uh, his lawyer? I Wesley, don't know. It's his right hand. Yeah, Wesley? I don't know who the fuck that guy was. Who comic book guy? Um, like, essentially, that's like his little journey. Is the, the, is that the the little manservant versus yeah, yeah. Coolio for whatever reason that's well, kind of shoehorned in there? It's it's kind of foggy versus yeah 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 it's true uh, little um, Wesley what's his name Favreau yeah. yeah but it's cut out in the original the theatrical version so it doesn't really matter and it, honestly now now that you've seen the director's cut because you had never seen it before. Yeah. Do you feel the movie was enhanced by the essence of Coolio? Uh, no. no. <laughs> there are some scenes, though, that I do feel were nice. You really like the boxing scene in the, the beginning. Some of the boxing stuff in the very very beginning yeah. in uh, Matt Murdock's origin. Um, it's just kind of a, just a little more robust. Uh, I like. I definitely like that. Now, I, I pose this question to you, and I'm posing it also to the listeners. Why... Does this movie get the baggage that it gets? Now, after just recently mm-hmm. watched it, having 10 years to think. See everything else. See here. how it's done right. Everything that's shits all yeah. on this movie. And in watching it today, honestly, I feel they got it about 75% to almost argued 60%. Okay. There are a lot of positives in the film. Mm-hmm. Now... Uh, I will say one of the big negatives for me personally, I think the director can't direct himself out of a paper wet bag. I said that all weird, but we all know it. Mean. You're hitting yourself on the nose, so I figure you agree. I 100% agree. If you if you took Daredevil and put it all out on paper, I think this could be a really good movie. The puzzle not, fits nicely. Not Avengers great, but really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, take in, you bring in this director and the... The, the terrible choices for the camera really just get annoying. Well, there besides are s- that, yeah. Several, like, pinwheel shots where the camera just spins with a character. It's terrible. It's, so uh, annoying. The, the, the angles. And honestly, I don't... Unnecessarily slow motions and scenes that don't require dramatic pauses. <laughs> a couple. A couple. Like, it's like, why are you slow-moing your glasses off? That's not dramatic. Like, I don't <laughs> You're also it. blind! Yeah. You don't need to take your fucking glasses yeah, off! Yeah, uh, But... Uh, I cut you off to because that slow mo shot just pissed me off. But <laughs> it uh, is really ridiculous. Um, I think though, he can't uh, direct action. He can't direct a fight scene. No. Um, the problem I think with Mark Steven Johnson is um, he he is too close to the source material. Like he is a comic book fan. I bet money he's the one that got Frank Miller into this movie for that one blip of a cameo. Yeah, but, it, you know, and the, the John Romita joke, the Casada joke. Yeah. You know, all the stuff from the comic, that unnecessarily of... nun silhouette that only people who read that run will understand. But, you that. know, it but doesn't bother me, though. I know, but it, it, I'm like, looking granted, at it as a general audience. Yeah, granted, they knows... don't get it, but they I don't think they know they're not getting it. I, I understand, think it just, but then don't waste it, my time with it. It, <laughs> it easily goes over their head, and they're not missing anything. I get it, I get it. Which is, if you're going to put in, especially you're, you're trying to sneak in deep cuts for, like, essentially your best friends. Yeah. That's how you do it. So nobody else knows there was even a reference to be had. That's fair. I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> making it a point. But... For example, um, when you're too close to this product, where, like, Brian Singer, who has, you know, come out before he did X-Men 1, was like, yeah, I, I know who the X-Men are. I'm not, like, a huge comic fan. 
who's a filmmaker yes. who made yeah, a yeah. good movie. Look what I just did. No, you didn't put up the air quotes. I spoke positively about Brian Singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mark the podcast. But you see what I'm saying? Because it's like that dude came at it as a filmmaker. This dude came at it as a comic book fan yeah. who's allowed to make a movie. He, this guy also is the one that did Ghost Rider 1. Ugh. So it's like, again, they saw this and they were like, you know what? We'll let him have one more try at a Marvel comic. So they gave him... Probably because he's knocking the door down. Uh, but like, we're going to give you Ghost Rider, the other lesser known character that yeah. no one cares about. And the other Marvel Knight. We all saw that. But Ugh. it's... so. Is the negativity strictly falls on him? Like, I think he is the director. Fault has to go there. I I think a lot of it falls on him um, because, I mean, if if I think about it purely in, you know, snapshots and character synopsis and, you know, uh, you know, general storyline, it's all pretty good. They cut the Coolio out. I do feel that that was a, a, a solid move. It gives closure to the Wesley character, but it was never anything I was really wondering. Yeah. I just I just assumed everyone in that whole building went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> with Wesley along with him. Like I, well, we only saw two people ever in the office. <laughs> True. Kingpin. True. Wesley. Every, everyone else who went in the office. And his two bodyguards who Kingpin like killed to remain top dog. Like, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, like I know why. but It's, it's a scene that's cut out uh, of the original, um, but in Kingpin's introduction... He's talking about um, some historical uh, time. I I don't remember. I didn't. I don't think I caught it. But how bodyguards would cut their tongues out on the first day, so as not to talk. Essentially, yeah. They, loose lips sink ships, son. Yeah. Um, Wesley is telling them how shit's leaking out into the public. So uh, maybe these two bodyguards uh, said something. Maybe maybe, maybe not. not. But. <laughs> He brutally kills the two of them in his own office. I like the scene. I like it too, but not for the same reasons that you like it. I like the scene because I do feel it shows us very early that Kingpin is violently ruthless. Yeah. Which, like, I think we all just assume, but that really makes a strong stand as far as this is the villain that you're going to get for the rest of the movie and makes the fight with Daredevil at the end, I feel a little more um, gratifying. Because, I mean, before that, before this scene, watching the original, I see Kingpin fight Daredevil, and I'm like, okay, well, you were talking, you grew up on the streets, and I'm sure you fought. Look, you're fairly muscular. but (laughs) Fairly? The man's the size of a bear. (laughs) But you're cruising the entire movie in a suit. You do not look like you are a fighter anymore. Yeah. So just to get his hands dirty in the beginning, I feel, was a a, a nice touch. I felt should have stayed. I like that scene because Michael Hurtung comes in at a 15. (laughs) He was at a 20. They brought him down to a 15. He picked up a dude by his jaw. (laughs) And I loved it. And killed him. (laughs) It was his guttural scream. Yeah, yeah pleasure of killing the white man yeah. that I loved. <laughs> um, what I do feel that they did correct in this movie, um, and this was the first time I really thought about this since uh, ever, really, I th- feel the origin in the beginning was a solid origin story. Now, I like the way it was shot, how it was the kid, and his relationship with his dad, mm-hmm. the dad being killed, all that bullshit. I thought that was done really, really well. Now, what I feel weighed that scene down is the terrible voiceover by... Ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is the other thing I think that gives this movie slightly a negative review. Is its 
Affleck doing at the time his Batman because, well, he can't see in the future. So he doesn't know he's going to be Batman. So he's, well, this could be my only shot. I'm going to do the poor man's Batman, which is what Daredevil really is. Kind of, sort of. You know. Batman in Robin is still a bad taste in people's mouth. Yeah. Oh, three still. Like, it's only been like six years. Six years? Ten. No. Oh, we're in 2013, right? No, no, I'm talking when the movie came out. Movie came out in 03. Right. Yeah. It's 2013. And Batman and Robin came out like 97. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that it's been six years no, since no, Daredevil no, no. came out. I was I'm, like, I'm pretty sure my math is up to snuff yeah. that it's been 10 years. Right. It's 10 years, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. We're now back yeah. on the same page. <laughs> like, it's, this really was kind of the only chance that Affleck could see to play. Batman, which is a role that he would have wanted his, his entire life. Any given point, he would he would kill to be Batman. I just hope that huh, the I mean I'm sure that he will not make the decision to speak like Daredevil. No, well probably not. Um, but as you mentioned during the film, that you have the best Batman actor clearly is Kevin Conroy, who voiced him in the animated series. Yeah, uh, who is distinctively two different voices yeah but is the same person and it's and they Bruce sound, Wayne and Batman and they sound natural like the, yeah. the point is Kevin Conroy when he does the low Batman voice and the higher Bruce Wayne voice they both sound natural when Christian Bale does it he oh, has wow. his voice as Bruce Wayne yeah. and then puts on the Batman voice which is nobody's real voice. Right. And then and then I think that the Daredevil does his Matt Murdock voice, which is you said essentially he's just being Ben Affleck. He's kind of being Ben Affleck, but like you know, that charming smug son of a bitch. That's kind of the Ben Affleck I like. Yeah, like yeah. I find him to be funny. Yeah, cocky. Yeah. Just want to flick him upside the head with his <laughs> finger. Just beep, shut up. Uh but his I don't like the voiceover that he does in the beginning of the movie. I feel it really yeah. weighs down the severity of what's At least it happening. doesn't go the whole movie. No, I mean, they cut they it right out. It I mean, a maybe, maybe they knew it was bad, so they're uh, now. Now the, the the scene that really is the one that is most talked about as being the piece of shit in this movie, and I'll agree, this is the scene that pulled yeah. it out. Is the playground ninja kung fu wire battle fucking ridiculous? Well, it, it's so ridiculous that even in a comic book, I'd be like, "What is this?" Yeah, like, I can suspend my disbelief in a comic book because there are people flying. <laughs> And have telepathy and robots and all that true, crazy shit. True. But watching a blind man fight in a playground, it's like, just stupid. There's there's things uh, in the movie that, you know, like Mark Steve Johnson person. Um, <laughs> being su- being such, a, such a fan. I hope I he do... never hears this. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> uh, I do feel there's things in this that would look neat. If they were spread across three panels, but that's fair. But because it's live action uh, and it's moving, it it's terrible. But it's just to what the choices to what you made. said, yeah, to what you said, even if I saw fucking Wolverine and Deadpool fighting in a playground, I would still throw that book away. Like yeah. this is dumb. It's just it, it's 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 it starts with terrible choices. And it continues with terrible choices. And I feel that no one, no one on set was like, is this really what you're doing? Like, maybe you're too close. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. He's too close to the material. Like, no, not even fucking like some producer for, like, didn't come down to the set and be like, 
Are you really going to have wire work on... You know he's blind, right? Daredevil or not, he's just blowing away, Matt one, Murdoch. his secret identity. <laughs> yeah. Two, he's showing her that he's not blind because he's doing Clearly things that doing she so, yeah. can't do. <laughs> Matt Murdock <laughs> is terrible at being blind. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not a good blind man. Like, in the big, like in the first three moves of that fucking playground fight scene, Electra should just put up her arms like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not blind. Yeah. What the fuck? Can you see me? So that whole thing. Wave her hand in front of him. (laughs) She's like, so the whole fucking thing in the coffee shop about the, oh, can you hand me the honey? You saw it. You know, she just, again, flicks him upside the head. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Throws a box of animal crackers at him. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, were they on her? Like, so the unknown fact about Electra Nachos that she loves animal crackers. The circus cookies. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh. The ones made by mother, where they're like dipped in frosting with the sprinkles. <laughs> that's those. That's a shoot. I, I feel like any one of those cookies will shatter my teeth. Yeah, but they're great. Like something about the sprinkles. Like I kind of don't want to oh, bite down on. Oh that. yeah, they'll break your teeth in two. <laughs> but they're like good. they're tiny ball bearings. <laughs> yeah, they're worth it. Um, Edible ball bearings. <laughs> I just yeah. That is that is that the scene? It's like, the is, worst. Is that the one where people watch it's, and go, this is the worst movie ever made? And they the, don't follow it up? Like, they don't finish it? No, they're no. like, no. Because there clearly is worse things to complain in that 25%, I think, is bad. For example, all the CG. All the CG. And, and, I mean, and, and let's throw the all wire work in there. That is a whole other category. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, I was going to try and sweep it in underneath. And, here, and here's why I think it's another category. Okay. At least the wire work had real actors. Kind of. Sometimes it's her, sometimes well, it's not. I see. I don't think necessarily the wire work itself is is just. Is to it the time? It, is it the time? Well, yeah, they're ripping off all that. You know, was it um, Crouching stuff? Tiger and Hidden Dragon? Hidden Dragon. Is it really ripping off Matrix stuff? It's a combination of both. Because hmm. they Maybe. do that same shot where Trinity jumps over the buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at least five times, and it's the same fucking angle to the point where even the lighting on her ass on her leather <laughs> pants looks the same like it, it and the wire work i thought was very slow like they would jump in real time and then it was like okay we're gonna carry yeah. you like peter pan on the stage and then they would land like very graceful when like, it's not graceful in a cool way but very graceful like i don't know how i'm gonna yeah. land i'm on wires oh okay good i'm laying i'm down okay like you, uh, you can never always, <laughs> you can always <laughs> spot the bad wire work because it does it looks like they're being Carried yes. on a string across <laughs> the screen, you know, um, it, it doesn't have a natural arc no, or it's, anything. It's, it's pretty like, awful. They're just gliding on invisible fucking wings. And and, and then the CG humans, because it, and, and honestly, in two thousand three, we still couldn't do it. And and I get it. It can kind of be passable if you put a lot of fog in front of it. They're like, <laughs> if we go back to the VHS version. They're like, well, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, there's a lot of environmental things going on. They won't notice it. No, it's noticeable that the Colin Farrell's trench cape coat suddenly doesn't have a movement to it. <laughs> it's very stiff. Yeah. And then when it cuts back to him playing with it, yeah. he just can't just... stop. <laughs> like, there's a few things that I think Colin Farrell's doing great in this. One. Everything. Okay. <laughs> Next. Um. <laughs> Bullseye is one of my favorite villains. Mm-hmm. I love him. I he's think he's so over the deep he's end. So it it swings to crazy. Fun. Yeah. He essentially is the Joker to Batman's Daredevil. Like he is yeah. his arch nemesis. 
arch nemesis. And in this one, when he arch falls, nemesis. when he falls uh, from the roof of the church, he lives, in, uh, as opposed to Joker, who dies. Yeah, well, they knew they were going to get Jack back for part two, so they were like, kill him. But like, I, I everything Colin Farrell does in this movie, I don't believe at any point in time the director sat him down and was like, I would like you to do it this way. I feel that Colin Farrell is making a lot of his own choices. I feel he even like went out and bought some books and read them. I do. I, yeah. I feel that out of everyone in this movie, and well, Affleck is a comic book yeah, yeah. so he clearly read. Now I don't. I don't. I don't, like, know I don't if think Alias went out and picked up doubtful, a few. Doubtful. She doesn't look like any fun. I. <laughs> That's so a, I've heard really cool story that she will buy a round of beer for everyone on the crew at a bar. Like she's supposed to be one of those kind of gals. Right. She doesn't look it. Uh, to me, Affleck is not as nice as you and your fantasy. <laughs> like I feel that he is. He feels himself to be. Well, at this time. Above the little people. At, the, at this now, point, he's, he's definitely cocky. Oh, but... Argo Ben Affleck? No, man, he's buying a whole restaurant, yeah. a bunch of pizza. <laughs> like... mm. <laughs> but Colin Farrell, everything he's doing, I think, is an actor's choice. To the rubbing of the bullseye. Yeah. The cape playing. It, it would, please give me your analogy that you gave during the movie, where he's he's on the verge of doing okay. what is it you said? Because I'm going to mess it up, so I want you to explain to me and the listeners how you feel he is portraying this crazy ass character. Colin Farrell as Bullseye through the entire movie, from beginning to end, always kind of has this fidgety excitement to him, as if he is just about to go jerk off, or he has just finished and is riding like the post nut high. He's he's always kind of floating right wanna... in that in that cloud of excitement and joy. I don't know how I feel about the term post nut high. Hey, you know what? We're adults here. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. We all know exactly what I'm fucking talking it's about. It's when you light the cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> but he is. Like, and, and I said, I said, why was why was he in Ireland? Why couldn't he just been in New York? And then you were like, oh, because we have that awesome plane scene. It, oh, clearly that's what it was. Like someone wrote that we like we have to have him kill the little lady from the Elvira movie. Like they were like, oh, okay, it's like that's it's clearly what it is. Um, he does not talk a lot in this movie. I noticed for the first time tonight, which is probably for the best. Well, because he always has. A couple lines per scene. He's never completely silent. Right. But he's not going off on, like, Hamlet monologues. No. Which came back to one of our original jokes that I've been talking to you for years about before we even had a podcast. Yeah. Colin Farrell to me, and I, I'm a big Farrell fan. Like, yeah. I can find enjoyment even at a fucking total oh, recall. Good. But, like, but, like <laughs> he's, his, he's from Ireland. The land... Of the Irish. Yeah. Leprechauns. That's where they come from. That's 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 where he hails from. The jam. He always sounds like the Lucky Charms leprechaun. <laughs> like his accent. He's not is, helping anybody. <laughs> he's always just like, Can I get some of the peanuts? And you're just like, oh wow. You're not from the upper class section of Ireland, are you? <laughs> you know, you're not from the Pierce Brosnan area. Where your Irish accent is beautiful. And you think, well, that's a sophisticated gentleman. And then like Cockney Irish comes in there and just like, oi, oi, I'm gonna kill everybody. I would be lucky charm. You know, and he rolls in there, and I love everything he says in this movie. I, he's, he's he is kind of the best part of this movie. Him he's, and the Kingpin. Yeah, yeah. Like, as far as the people putting the best performances in, yeah, it's Michael Clark Duncan, the the greatest actor in this comic book movie, playing it like 
the great actor he is, but still it works. Yeah. Like, so you can't, you can't always just, the, uh, the comic book movies have a very specific feel. And if you go too serious, you stand out. I'll agree with that. For example, uh, not to bring it back up, but because it's recently on my mind, in in Thor 2, I felt that Natalie Portman was she's, better. I felt she's that loosened she, up. I, that's what I'm saying. Is I felt that she, from, from part one, I felt she was took it too serious. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm Black Swan, bitches. I don't do comic book <laughs> I'm about genre. to get it a fucking Oscar. But, oh, she's, but she's Padme. So, like, she can't. Poo-poo well, I, I think genre, she's come away genre. from that a lot. <laughs> you think she's I, sweeping that under the rug? Uh, out of everybody, yeah, she's the only one. <laughs> um, but like in the in part two, I felt that she was like, okay, I get what this is now. She's they little, didn't make me look stupid. I can have a little fun. She's a little better, but I don't one hundred percent buy her relationship with Thor. That's a different podcast yeah. where we'll argue that out. Yeah. But uh, I do. Cat feel... Dennings in it, guys. Yes. Well, she's always good. She's uh, the best. I, I do her. feel, though, that Michael Clark Duncan is definitely bringing something, a seriousness to it, yeah. but it's not campy. Um, well, now, I, I think he understands the comic book level to it. And that's that's where you kind of get the big growling faces yeah, and well, stuff like know, that. He knows what he's doing. You know, like, in a comic book, you can go to 10 and be Nicolas Cage, or, you know, you can play it... You know, below the average in Natalie Portman and Thor 1. Right in the sweet spot is good acting and kind of these flares of over over dramatic kind of uh, moments, you know. Yeah. Kingpin. King, and, Loki. Red Skull. Yeah. Character actors that know how to work everything around them. Yeah. The, the, um, now, the big scene in the movie that is the most relatable, I think, to comic book fans is the death of Electra at the end. Now, I honestly don't understand why they pigeonholed this into the film. I think they honestly just did it because they were like, it's look, it's a famous thing. Yeah. Um, we're going to kill her. I don't get why. I also don't understand why they couldn't put her in red. That's just a, that's just my nerd thing. Like, sometimes I'm very forgivable mm-hmm. about costume changes, eye color, and, and hair. Like, it doesn't bug me. Now and then, there's like this one little thing where I'm like, I can't get past that. Like, not the changing the outfit. I was like, yeah, whatever, that's fine. If you want to put her in an unnecessary corset that she clearly can't fight in, that's fine. Um, but like, why? What, red? Anyway, the the other thing, but the the killing of her. Like, do you think it was necessary? Or did they I mean, the maybe whole, have plans for the that the whole spinoff? Movie, so they were like, "Oh, we got to do this." I think the whole anyway. movie's building to it right away. All right, that's fair. That's no, yeah. that's fair. I just, I, I think was, it's. I mean, it, they it's, did their best to. I mean, it, clearly he held up the comic book on set. It was like, "All right, we're gonna make yeah, this yeah. cover today, y'all." And you see the sigh coming out the back of her shirt, like mm-hmm. it's like the comic. Yeah, I mean, it's and that's pretty much a, exactly like the comic. Yeah, I guess I just don't understand why like they did it. She's on wires yeah. in that scene. The other thing I'm going to quickly bring up because it it tickled me. I laughed so hard because I had forgotten about it until I made the joke to you in the beginning of the movie and it's like this rushing came back into that Daredevil was also <laughs> unfortunately where Evanescence came from. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, Daredevil is Evanescence's no, big I'm break. sure they would have still been a band they and probably could have had a hit. Another thing. 
But it's not like Daredevil chose them. <laughs> but like that one song, do you think they knew at the time when Electra was doing her little music video side dance, her little kata, her, her, her flash dance kata, where they're having that song? <laughs> Uh, no, because it's not to beat. <laughs> I, I think this is just uh, a, a jam that they found. They're like, all right. It looks, I mean, because they liked them so much. They Twice. gave them their other hit in the in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, two. Just the two guys. I don't even know the names of them, but they had the uh, one in the one scene. And then, had, you know. And the other one was like, murder, murder. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that was the one where it was at the funeral and the unnecessarily slow-mo of Ben Affleck removing his glasses. In sideways. The Who takes their glasses <laughs> off sideways? <laughs> it's like Moves her head a little. <laughs> Between Assholes his slow-moving glasses and her wig that was like <laughs> nine feet too tall. <laughs> it was just a weird scene with an Evanescence music video in the background. I, I think because um, essentially they uh, Evanescence... Evanescence Led by uh, Amy Lee, who I kind of feel they chose her specifically for Elektra being on this very kind of strong, independent character. In the a comic ethereal books, voice, yeah. In the comic books, uh, Elektra is much more independent. This movie, I don't feel she's as strong as she should or I, could be. I agree, but, but she's not damsel in distress. She's not. She's yeah. absolutely not. She, I, I never once felt like, oh, well, she can't get out of that yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she's like she's not Daphne, you know. Depending on Fred, <laughs> she's, she's more she's more Velma. Yeah, more Velma. Um, but I do I do feel that's why Evanescence specifically got chose because it's still kind of a rock band with you yeah. know these beautiful vocals that kind of you know they just play it all together. It, it's granted because the fucking songs got played so much. It can be a gag here. I'm not, but it at is, the time, it was a fucking jam. It, I'm not gonna lie to you. Every time I hear that song, if it's if I should happen to hear it on the radio, or God willing, I have my my alternative list on like random and it pops up, my first thought is to do that sigh move. <laughs> you know, like I want to get down on the ground on my knees and be like. In your room, yeah. the sandbags are always ready. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The song yeah, yeah. I've got, comes on. I've got PAs. Like, yeah. she had just ready to drop them bitches. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> and you said, because you are a fan of the art of karaoke. And you said you've heard this. Oh, many, I've heard many plenty times. of duets in this one. Uh, granted, though, usually pretty good. Because, like, we're, oh, we're, no, ten, okay. well, we're ten years from Evanescence. So, unless... Uh, you were either still a fan, uh, in, in which case, who the fuck are you? Uh, or you're just looking for more songs that you can sing. And I'm saying as a woman, because the, the guy parts, that's, that's the karaoke DJ who just has to do all the yeah, guy parts yeah, yeah. when a girl can't find a, uh, the, the a duet. The biscuit section. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I've heard it uh, done, but it's always by girls who could sing. Well, that's good at least. You know, cause they'll, they'll seek out. Good singers. What Jamie Lee what is? So, uh, on a whole, did you say Jamie Lee? Amy Lee. Oh, I was like, like Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't seen her in the karaoke bars. <laughs> I've never seen Jamie Lee Curtis and Amy Lee in the same place at the same Good time. Good point. Kind of like me. Good point. <laughs> um,. So I, I will say, on a whole, I feel that this was a very good pick for your 
good actors that we enjoy that you know may or may not have done a movie that can can be I got, considered not awesome. I got three really good actors in 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 uh, in my movie. Yeah, so Favreau. I mean, Favreau's good. Favreau, for what he does, I he's mean, fun. Look, he's, he, look, he's Happy Hogan and as yeah. a lawyer this time around. He's, like, he's, yeah. he's never going to win an Oscar no. for acting. <laughs> he's Happy Hogan in every movie. <laughs> I think he could win directing, maybe uh, you know writing. It's n- it's never going to be acting. Yeah, well, you know, it's never here nor there. So Daredevil uh, it was your pick as you know, good actors that we enjoy, where they have unfortunately done something that could be less than considered great. Uh, I feel this is a strong pick for you. I would not have picked this. But when when we were talking about what I would do, uh, because oh, yeah. you had your movies two months ago. I still yeah, don't know what I'm but, doing. Two but weeks honestly, from now. those two movies have been ready to go and drop. <laughs> I had a hat, drop hat. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, what? You need a movie? Done. <laughs> They're always ready. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm here. I'm in. Uh, when we were talking about what movies I would do and, and the actors that I've always uh, I've always enjoyed, once we came up with this one, we're like, okay, well, that's number one. Yeah, that's hands fair. down. As, yeah. as soon as it was mentioned. So last month was Halloween, and we had a pumpkin carving contest. I take that back. Comic issues. Our spinoff, yeah, had a, uh, like the Laverne and Shirley uh, of the Happy Days <laughs> podcast. Oh my god! Oh, I'm Laverne because I'm taller. My name starts with an L, and you're Shirley because your name starts. Hey, with an L. <laughs> look what I accidentally did there. I mean, that sucks for us. Um, Shaville, Shalavel, something incorporated, Milwaukee. Yeah, uh, <laughs> beer. Mm. So we had a winner in the pumpkin carbon contest. The, the who's the winner? The winner of the movie issues uh, side project of the uh, pumpkin design contest. Rock on symbol. Yeah, is Stephen Henry. I know the dude. Yes, he comments a lot. Stephen Henry uh, has definitely been uh, a big supporter. I feel, I feel we're stealing him away from comic issues. Yeah, I tough feel, titty. I feel we're starting to get. Uh, we're, we're starting to get more of his attention. Well, that's their problem. Mm-hmm. Um, what does he use? You said to me over the weekend, that's a YP, not an MP. <laughs> uh, what did he do for his carving? It was movie related, so hence probably why he won on our site. Well, it, it helped. <laughs> well, that was awesome. But... It also because he sent it to us directly. That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, which we told you guys, send it to us, put you at the po- top of the stack, you know? And we did. And we did. Uh, Steven sent us a Mike Wazowski Wazowski uh, pumpkin that he just straight up painted. You, you don't got like we said, you didn't gotta be fancy and carve stuff up. You ain't gotta take power tools to your pumpkin. Just paint that shit. It looked awesome. It, it was cute. So you will get something. We're gonna go to Walmart. <laughs> we are going to uh, spend money and send you our things. Please let us know at movieissues at gmail.com. Where you live. And do you have a Blu-ray player? Yeah. <laughs> I assume you do. Because we've spoken on websites and had banter. And I feel that you are in the you're Blu-ray hip. club. You're, you're, you're hip to mo- current movies. Hip to be square. Hip to be square. Is that uh, Huey Lewis? What? Is that Huey Lewis? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. And the funky bunch? And the news. And the news. <laughs> Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah, either way, feel it, feel it. So, uh, you can reach us at gmail at movieissues.com, Facebook, Twitter, all that good shit that you are fully aware of. Um, also, for everyone else, 
we are accepting guns again emails because uh, you you can email us at Facebook or uh, a regular uh, Gmail or Twitter. Um, the it's week just shorter. Yeah, it's you know, you know one hundred forty five characters, something like that. Yeah, fuck it. Um, the week of Thanksgiving, we will have a show, uh, but it's going to be a little different. To give thanks back to everyone that's listening, we want you to pick the movie, and we're we're just calling it out like it is. We don't care what it is, at all. Please any, don't hurt us. Any genre. Please don't hurt any us. Any movie. Please don't hurt just us. Just send an email or hit us up on whatever websites or all that social we'll start, media bullshit. We'll, we'll start posting uh, all the ideas uh, yes. so you guys can vote. So essentially the most popular idea uh, or choice will win. Uh, but if you have a submission, you have an idea, a movie that uh, is not on the list that we'll be building this month, send it in and it gets added to the list. Now, make it a real movie. No sci-fi, made-for-TV things, not you wanna, you some wanna, foreign film that I have to read. Stip- stipulation that it has to have been in theaters? Because about 99% of all of our movies have been in theaters. Uh, you can do a directed video movie, in my opinion, okay. if it has like Danny Trejo in it or something. Okay. But uh, my point is, I don't want a made-for-TV sci-fi movie. I ain't watching fucking Sharknado. That's just how this shit rolls. But that is your pick. Thanksgiving week. To give... Thanks for listening. For us thanking you, you get to pick the movie. <laughs> to make us just suffer like, through. <laughs> just like you get, you know, like, you, you get the first piece of turkey. Yes. It's just like getting the first it's piece just like of getting turkey. the first, first choice. There's only two legs. So, you know, this is us giving you the, the first uh, drumstick of yeah. uh, Thanksgiving. Well, that is us for this week. I am, of course, your host, Leland, here with my good buddy, Spooky. Who the Loki to my Anthony Hopkins is Odin. Because none of us are good enough to be Thor. I suppose. I'm six feet. Yeah. He you're... would be still like 19 inches taller than me. But Hiddleston's still clearly way taller than me. Yeah, but he's not taller than Thor. <laughs> I know people who worked in the movie. They said he came on set like in the Thor garb. There was no question in anyone's mind that was thor like, it was like oh i get why you got the job you're nine feet tall he's just signing his checks thor <laughs> oh, oh, with a lightning bolt he just signed with a lightning bolt <laughs> i was gonna say over the eye and then it was like wait there's no eye in thor <laughs> like, there's some well, thor odinson because <laughs> i'm a comic booker and i know his last name so uh, just th- thor odinson <laughs> Uh, no, 619 um, Rainbow Road <laughs> Asgard he has a P.O. box please <laughs> like, he goes in once a month <laughs> I'm here to pick up the contents of thou box and they're like and the lady kind of is like my box? he's like no not your box <laughs> ma'am <laughs> every every week we do this Rhonda the same Rhonda <laughs> see and my go to is Jolie Jolie <laughs> but we are Movie Issues and we will see you next week for my pick gonna be space action they are terrible save me (laughs) i do the dance every time there's a dance well you know the side dance the side dance (laughs) okay (laughs) her kind of side dance (laughs) 